This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Long ago, Avatar Korra visited the glorious Republic City. There, she not just created peace for the nations, but a state of balance for all. For the next 40 years, she helped the White Lotus Society in forming schools around the world. Now, eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended those eight years ago, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace. The search for the next Avatar, hastily, begins. Previously, on Dice Benders. I won't lie, I would really to advance. Got a pistol. I need to contact her to get some funds of some sort. We could talk to CK and we, once we get the bank, talk to her there. If you put a little more trust in her, then they may be able to help you. Gager does not head inside. Why don't you meet us at, at, at Tara's tea shop? Is there anything we need to do for you, Jaeger? You can get what you need. As you're walking by between these two buildings, something startles you. He lifts up his hand, and do I even need to tell you what's on it? I think I can gather. Alright, so, Jaeger, uh, I want you to roll initiative right now. Okay. Oh no. What'd you get? I got five. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. You are, you are jammed up against the wall. Yeah. Alright, so it's going to be the guy that was talking to you first. After seeing the... the uh, I haven't said the name of the clan yet, so I'm going to leave that a mystery. After seeing the clan's um, brand on this man's hand, he lowered it, grabbed a knife from his side, looks at it dauntingly, uh, without turning to look at you, he's still looking at his knife, he goes, I can't believe you thought that you could run. Is my mouth still covered? Your mouth is. I totally forgot that. Um, and he, he gestures to the guy that is holding you, and he moves his hand down so that you can speak. It's not much of a hunt, if you guys know where I'm at. Uh, yeah, that's true. You made it way too easy. You already knew. The orders were sent. One way or another, it's going to be paid. You can definitely try. Alright, he is going to attempt to stab you. Wow. He rolled pretty shitty. Um, so he thrusts, and you are able to kind of like jerk yourself and jerk the guy that is holding you. You're still pinned to the wall, but you are able to get out of the way of the knife, and he just grunts. It is now your turn, Jaeger. What you can do is either try to speak with these guys, you can try to force the one off of you, um, or if you think of anything else, yeah. So that's that's your position right now. So what do I got to do to get the, uh, I'm assuming I'm being held by one person? Just one person, yeah. So what do I got to do to break them off? You could do a strength check. Okay. Uh, I guess we could call it athletics or, or just your strength, you're, you're, mechanically you're grappled. Right. So then I'll just roll to get free of that. Okay. 
Um. Oh, yes, daddy. What'd you get? I got, hang on. I got to do math. I got 23 total. Okay. And since this guy had no, like, DC for it, what he's going to do is he's going to do an opposed uh, strength check to see if he can hold you still. And he definitely cannot. Um, you're just... Uh, adrenaline bursts, and you're able to just break the um, the grab from this guy. So now you are free, and you've got two guys in front of you. Uh, you guys are in an alleyway. Okay. So, um, I think I'm gonna attack the guy who tried to stab me with a scimitar. My okay, and scimitar. Real, real quick, give me a perception check. Please don't let me down. I got, uh, 15. Oh, wow. Of course, this is when you pass. Um, <laughs> you look at this guy, you recognize him. His name is Karn. He was, uh, like, the third in command, basically. Okay. So, now you know that he has survived. Okay. But, you use your scimitar, go ahead and roll to see if you hit this guy. Okay. Got an 18. No doubt that that'll hit. Alright, yeah, so what's a. Uh, how do you stab this guy? Um, I think I'm gonna try to uh, slash him across the torso. Okay, and that definitely does connect. You can roll for damage. Okay. Ooh, heck yes, boy. Uh, let's see. 11. 11 damage? Yes, sir. Jesus. Alright, so you slash into this guy's chest hard and deep, and he just lets out this guttural yelp, basically, as you slash, like, butter straight into his chest. Um, definitely leaving him bleeding. Uh, next is the guy that was holding you. Uh, he's going to try to grapple you again. He's going to roll for a, a strength. Go ahead and um, try to see if you can fight him off of you. So we're doing opposed strength checks. I got an 18, made 20. All right, yeah, you uh, you are able to break out of his grab. Uh, he wasn't able to grab you successfully, and that takes his turn. Uh, Karn has his knife out, and he is going to try to stab you with it. He goes, I think you can get away with what you did? As he tries to stab at you, you got a... 16, does that hit? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so he stabs you for, wow, four damage. No, uh, six damage, I'm sorry, I had to add that. Oh, man. Stabs you for six damage. Um, stabbing you straight into the side. Uh, definitely doesn't feel good. Oh, boy. Uh, next would be your turn. Okay, they're both in my line of sight. Uh, basically, one's behind like, you. He keeps trying to grab at you, and the other one's in front of you. So you are um, blocked. If you're trying to run out oh, of the alleyway, the other surrounded. guy. Yeah, you've got okay. your walls on your sides, and then a guy in front of you and a guy behind you. Okay. I'm thinking I'm gonna shoot three fire bullets at the guy behind me. Oh, for that, that I got fourteen. 12 and an 18. Alright, only one of those connects. So you you fire those uh, those bullets, two of them go out of the alleyway, almost hitting somebody, and, <laughs> and then one of them connects. Okay. The damage that does is... 
That would be six. Six damage on the guy that was trying to grab at you? Yeah. Okay. Alright, and you hit him, and this is your chance to just kind of glance at him. He seems, like, pretty scarred from uh, burns, which is something that's all too familiar with uh, But you, beyond that, you really don't recognize this one. Okay. Uh, next is, or you still have the rest of your turn, because that ju that's just a bonus action. Yeah, and then thinking I'm going to hit the other guy. Uh, called him Corn or Karn? Karn. Karn? Yeah, I'm going to hit Karn again with the scimitar. Okay. That is a 17. 17 definitely hits. Okay. And for damage. Uh, that's an 8. 8 damage? Oh, wait, sorry. 9. My bad. 9 damage? Yeah. Alright, this guy is not looking good whatsoever. Um, he's holding his, his chest because of the slash. Um, he's... You know, he's bleeding in all kinds of different places right now. He's starting to breathe real heavy. He's getting pretty close to death's door. Um, and the guy that's behind you, he's going to pull out his scimitar and try to slash at you, realizing that holding you down is uh, utterly useless. I've rolled three straight sevens. Oh, lordy. So he pulls out his scimitar. To, I'm sorry, let me... He pulls out his scimitar, does not hit you, uh, and as a bonus action, because I remember these guys are fire vendors too, he is going to use um, fire bullets as well. Oh no. Ooh, those were good. So I got a 16 on the die, a nat 20, and uh, an 8 on the die. So I know two already hit you, but the eight turns into a thirteen, which doesn't hit you. Yeah. But the other two do, uh, and there's no crit die damage, so he's just going to do two d four fire damage on you. So he does four fire damage on you as he shoots you with some fire bullets. Ouch. Uh, it will be now Karn's turn. He's going to try to stab you with his uh, knife and said, and he'll say, I thought we could do this easy. Uh, he got a 14. Does that hit? It matches. Alright, meets beats, yeah. So he's going to stab at you with his, uh, his knife, and he just does 4 damage to you. Oh man. Okay. So I take it you're not... Well, how are you doing? How's your... Don't tell me the exact number. Uh, just, just give me a description on how you're looking. Uh, I'm looking uh, pretty critical. Almost critical. Okay. Um, roll me a d20. I got a 15. 15? That's really good. So if you can hold out for one more turn, something's going to happen. Okay. Damn. But but it is your turn. Go ahead and do what you feel you must. Okay. Am I able to maneuver myself in a position where I can get them both in my line of sight? No. Um, if you pulled away from one, the other would have attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, let's do... I'll shoot uh, fire bullets at the guy who fired bullets at me. Okay. That's the guy that's behind you. 
Okay, you got a 17, an 18, and a 16. All three of those hit. Okay, and that is a... You want the grand total or, like, per each bullet? Uh, give me the grand total. Okay, that's gonna give me a hot minute. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. That's 16. 16? For the grand total. Yeah. Oh, goodness. This guy is on death's door, but still standing. So this quick little skirmish has definitely left all three of you uh, hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is that guy's turn. He has himself a scimitar. Oh wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not? No, I did a I did a cantrip, which is, or I did the bonus action. Now I got to do the real thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I do some real. So I am going to have some fun, and I'm going to shoot a flamethrower at Karn. Oh. Okay. All right, and Karn has to make. You said flamethrower. Yes. All right, he has to do. Dexterity save. save, yep. He's going to try to do this as a reaction. You haven't seen him, or you've seen him in the past uh, use bending, so you know he's a bender too. He's going to try to use fire block. Forgot that so was a thing. I have to spin the chi equal to the spell, the level of spell. So he spins one chi, roll a one, roll d20, plus my bending attack bonus, which is five, so. He got a 13. Does that meet or beat your uh, DC? That is one below. That is one shy. below. So he fails this. Go ahead and do the full. Oh. Um. Okay, so that's a 12. 12 damage. Yeah. Yeah. So even if he did pass, it still be half. So you straight up torch this guy. This guy is dead on the ground, sizzling. And was this the same turn that I said if you lasted one, or is this the? Is I this think that the, one? I think the other guy gets another chance. Okay. All right. So he's going to slash at you from behind. He's actually going to, uh, as a bonus action, use heated grip on his scimitar. Oh, and I think that's going to hit you. He rolled a fifteen. Yep. Woo! All right. All right. So a scimitar is. 1d6 plus 2, so 6, and then his extra fire damage is another plus d6. So he hits you for 9 damage. Oof. Are you still standing? <laughs> barely. Oh my god. <laughs> Just All barely. Right. So that was his bonus action and his standard action. Um, seeing that you are still up, He's going to realize that this is not a good situation, and he's going to try to use his movement and get away. So you do get an opportunity to attack him with your scimitar. I'm going to take it. All right. That's an 18. Oh, that definitely hits him. For a damage of six. All right. Jaeger, finish him. I put the... Zimitar and I put it right through his chest and I lean into his ear and I said when you get to hell, tell him I sent you and kick him off. You kick him off. Um, you start to hear, you know, in the heat of this moment, you just slaughtered these two people in this alleyway and in the heat of the moment, um, you're just in this mode right now. Uh, you start to hear a commotion to your side. You look down, uh, you look at the 
the way out of the alleyway uh, where you got pulled in from, and you're seeing a big crowd of people standing there. Um, you're starting to hear, like, sirens um, in the distance. You're starting to hear some sirens in the distance, and people are shouting and saying, He's killed them! He's killed them! Oh, man. So... You do. I'm thinking I'm going to use... Uh, I'm going to use real quick, just before I bounce, I'm going to use Inner Flame to heal myself for a chi point. Okay, yep. Um, and for the listeners, uh, Inner Flame is the system that we have where it's basically yes! like second wind. So for the cost of a chi point, he gets health back. Um, oh, as, yes. as you're doing that, just... Are you planning on... Uh, what are you doing after that? Then I'm going to... I'm gonna get out of there. All right. Just before, as you turn, as you're about to turn out, the guy that um, you didn't recognize says, "I know who killed her." Say, so I'm kind of like frozen. Like, I never seen this guy before. Like, how could he possibly know? Kind of thing. I got like some doubts. And I guess I walk over to him. And I like crouch on the ground and I lift him up and I'm like, what do you mean? You're hearing the sirens get closer and more people are crowded and he goes, I know who did it. Hmm. You've put me in quite a situation here, DM. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Yang has uh, made his way to a store. Um, to purchase something. Uh, Kevin and Taro, you guys have just left the bank. How are y'all feeling? Rolling in money. Yep. I mean, yeah, really. Taro, do you care for some tea? I would love a cup. Sure, let's go to your tea shop then. <laughs> Using the <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm gonna wink. So yeah, we start. Go ahead. So we're gonna roll over to the tea shop. You guys head over to the tea shop, but as you're getting closer to the direction that it is, you're starting to see a big crowd um, gathering or heading that direction, and you see like police vehicles uh, with their sirens and lights blinking, rushing in the same direction. Oh boy! Something went down. I sure hope it's not what I'm thinking. Let's get over Suck there. Like if the tea shop uh, burned down, right? Yeah, the tea shop. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys, are you running or are you guys just walking at a faster pace? Um, I think I'll run. I'm gonna follow her, so I'm running too. Okay, are you running just because you're curious on what's happening, or? Here. Yeah, and I'm also... I'm concerned. I'm running because she is running, so I'm like, okay. I don't know what, exactly what's going on, but I don't like it too much. Okay. You guys start running. Um, cut back to Jaeger. You better start talking before you take that secret to your grave. You see, he is... His eyes are starting to roll in the back of his head a little bit, and he is like coughing up blood. Um, you hear doors in the very close distance open and shut. Uh, the crowd starts shuffling, and you see some 
some off uh, guard officers uh, come up and say, "Hey, you!" And is Give me a second. Right at you. you see two of them come out of the crowd, and he goes, "You know him too." I guess I just kind of. Oh man, how do I describe this? I like clench my teeth and throw them to the ground. Okay, and you see you, as you do that, you look up at the, uh, where the people are, and you're seeing now there's four cops. They're, um, they're heading over to you. They have um, metal bracers as they're coming up to you. What did I do? Oh my god. He would ask that, actually. Exactly. Um, all of the cops just kind of stop frozen for a split second. And they just look at the bodies and look at you and continue walking uh, over to you. Uh, one of them shoots out um, the bracers towards you. Kind of like, remember the Dai Li with the, the rock gloves? Yeah. These guys, this uh, one is kind of doing that with this metal. And I roll another freaking seven. Shout out to the seven elevens. So I know that for sure misses. What is your reaction? Um, I just hold up my uh, white lotus sash on my arm and I say, I promise it's official business. You think we'll believe that after you killed two people? Yeah. Cut to Kevin and Taro. You guys have gotten up to the crowd. Uh, you're hearing some yelling in the alleyway, but the crowd is very thick and you're having a hard time even looking through them to see what's going on. I'm pushing my way through the crowd. You also smell um, burning flesh. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, that bow, literally. And it makes me consider becoming a vegetarian. Hmm. Alright, so you guys are trying to force your way through the crowd? Yep. Alright, yeah. roll me roll me a um this crowd is pretty thick. Roll me a D twenty and that's going to tell me how far into the crowd you've made it. Okay. Oh, God, five. You're sitting there saying, um, excuse me, excuse me, and no one's moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got... 16. 16, so you make it, like, two-thirds about way into the crowd, but you haven't made it all the way through. Well, okay. I'd say one more roll over five and you'd make it. Shall I roll it again, or wait for her? No, no, that's your turn. Yeah. Those are your turns. All right, Jaeger, it is your turn. You see the uh, there's still three cops with the uh, bracers. Them is going to try to cast. One of them is going to try to cast earthen grasp on you to keep you from being able to run. So what you need to do okay, is. Okay. You need to make a strength save. So this one, he still has his bracers on. 
but he puts his hands out. You know, remember with Torque how she would have her hands out and like do those hand finger movements? Yeah. It's kind of how this one does it. He like pushes his hands forward a little bit, pulls back, and clenches them in fists. And you're feeling like the the rock, the earth under you start to shift. So roll me a strength save. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see here. 18 total. 18 would pass. So you felt that and you're able to like jump out of the way. Uh, what is your following move? Guess I tell him. I'm sure we could talk about this. You guys have no respect we'll for authority. We'll talk to you at the station. And you just killed two men in broad daylight. You think that that's okay? You just showed up. You didn't see anything. Cut to Kevin and Taro. Um, you guys are... Well, Kevin's close enough to hear the voice. He recognizes the voice that just said that. What the hell is going on? Taro, Kevin, go ahead and roll your d20s again. Please don't be five again. <laughs> Great, it was six! Oh, wow, so you made, you made it a little ways in. There you go. Oh, God. I made it through, like, the first layer. I got a 15! You got a 15? Alright, Kevin, you made it all the way through, and you finally get to see... Uh, because this is all happening um, very fast, roll me a perception check just to see how much you can catch in this split second. Alright. Can I do a cantrip? <laughs> uh, you want to um, use that now in place of your sixth roll or next turn? Um, I guess now, <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you are back in the... not even in the row, but go ahead and what were you thinking about doing? And Kevin, what is your perception? Okay, it is... I got a whopping six. Ooh. Alright, and so Tara, what did you get? Or what are you doing? Um, I want to do Control Earth, um, and I want to do the... The one that's like, you draw all walks, rocks toward you, creating a five-foot high wall. Um, I want to do that underneath my feet so I can just run across the wall. Okay, so you can like, get over the crowd without even having to deal with them? Yeah. It's a cantrip, so... Yeah, it is. Um, It's a cantrip, so, you know... It's just one of them earth You know. I pull out my gun. (laughs) So, are you trying to make a bridge around the crowd of people? Are you just trying to make, like, um, a pillar that you can stand on, um, like, towards the building? How how exactly are you planning on that? I was thinking, like, one of those, like, beams that you, like, balance on on, like, the playground, you know? Okay. Just like straight to as far as I can make it, basically. Okay, uh, I would say, because I'm looking at it right now, you can draw all rocks towards you, creating a five-foot wall around your party. So 
you would be able to make a five foot wall that you are standing on top of, but it says nothing about um, bridging or moving like that. So you can make this wall to see what's going on, but it would take another move to actually get open. Yeah, okay. I'll do that. Okay, but you are able to see what's going on now too, being uh, higher than the crowd, so you as also will make me a perception check. Okay. And while, and while you're rolling that, Kevin, with a six, you don't see too much of what's going on. Uh, you do smell that burning flesh a lot more. Uh, you also smell the blood in the air. Uh, you see these five police officers all crowding into this alleyway, and there's a figure that they're heading towards. Did you get to Arlo? 19. 19. You see the whole thing. You see a dead, singed man on the ground. Uh, like, from furthest away to you is a dead, singed man, Jaeger, um, other dead guy, bleeding on the ground, one cop, um, and then the other three and four. The other four right behind them. So there's five cops? Five cops in total. Well, that doesn't look good. That's a Jaeger. Yes. What are you doing, buddy? I'm thinking I'm going to try to bail. All right. Flee the scene. All right. Uh, one of the cops is going to try to do Earth and Grasp again. So roll me a DC. If you pass this, you are able to start running able to run the opposite way of the of the alleyway so you're heading away from the crowd yeah so. um <clears throat> i got a 18 18 passes you felt the same type of motion in the ground and you're able to just kind of like hopscotch away from it and you start running down you hear the five cops behind you say get him get him and then you um uh, Kevin and Taro, you hear uh, one of them because now you're you've been moving what 30 feet, so you're too far away. And you hear one of them turn around and say, "Go around, go around, cut him off." So Kevin and Taro, it is your turn. Are we near a uh, Jaeger? Well, no. Uh, the closest person would have been you, but you had five cops between you and him. So the other even know. You didn't uh, even know it was him. Okay. Yeah, the cops are in front of you. They turn around. Uh, one of them's like, what are you doing here? Um, looking for my friend. And he just, he just, he looks at you and he's like, I don't have time to look for friends. And he just like pushes you out of the way and they uh, try to start dispersing the crowd. What the heck is wrong with this dude? Tara, what are you doing? I'm gonna try to catch up with Kevin. I guess I'm gonna jump off and try to get as close to Kevin as I can. Okay. Um, I believe you are able to jump that far. So you're able to um, get down to him. You'd spend your entire action and movement doing this, so you two are standing side by side now. Kevin, you just see Taro jump off of her stone pillar uh, and land next to you. I'm gonna whisper into Kevin's ear. That was Jaeger. 
Oh god. What do we do? Uh, it's one of those days, Tara. Where, where people kill people? Yeah. Um, Kevin wants to uh, look at the bodies. Okay. Um, go ahead and do that. You see there is a cop standing over them, um, calling somebody through a walkie-talkie, talking about two dead bodies. Okay. Natural 20. Alright. Um, you notice uh, the only one that you can really get to uh, quickly before a cop tries to stop you or something is the one that Jaeger was speaking to. And you see this guy's scarred, this guy has burn markings all over him. Uh, with the Nat 20, you also see that he's got uh, types of clothes that are kind of tattered, also um, made out of hides and skins uh one thing that you definitely notice although you don't recognize what it means you recognize this from the first day that you met jaeger this guy has a a brand on his hand the same as jaeger does i'm going to convert that the knowledge that what you just said to um said that to tara tara um he got a branch of a jaeger what the huh. heck does that just mean? People's past tend to haunt them. We gotta find him. Yeah. The cop finally looks over and says, Hey, what are you two doing? You're messing with the crime scene. Get out of here. We're White Lotus. Calm down. And he, um, he looks down and sees your sashes and goes, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that the White Lotus would have been here. It's no problem. Uh, how can we help you? Well, this man shot some fireballs out of this alleyway and, you know, people started to call us. We come here and he's killed two people. Oh, no. Do you want us to go look for him? I mean, any kind of help that we can get right now. We can okay. find him. Just uh, call your guys off and we'll find him. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Oh, God, please. You're telling a cop to call off a guy that two murders just took place in his city? Well, you said persuasion? Persuasion. Okay, 16 minus 1, 15. Oh my God, that just passes. Oh, yes! <coughs> you go, Tyro! Wow. Yeah, yes! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because I, I made it. Cops off. Okay. <laughs> I, I would have made it even higher because it's a ridiculous notion. But I also know Taro's making it, so I had to make it at least plausible that she could do it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he looks at you and looks at the sashes and goes, "Well, I mean, you guys are White Lotus. Uh, you guys might be better equipped to chase down a fire. You, you might be." Better to chase down this type of scum than we are. And he take he pulls out his walkie-talkie and starts. Uh, he turns around so you guys can't hear him talk. But yep. Um. Thank you. Uh, and I'm just gonna run down the alley toward him. Okay, Jaeger. Jaeger, where have you been running? Because you don't know anything. You don't know what's happened. Um. So in my head, 
I'm thinking I still want to meet at a Paro's tea shop, but is the alleyway too close to it, or? The alleyway, um, we'll do it like this. Uh, you run down the alley a little bit, and you've got two openings, one on your right side and one on your left. Uh, you look over to your right and you see a street. You look over to your left and you see another building. So it's kind of maze-like. Uh, but you are also aware... Oh, give me... Um, I, I don't want to say it would be... Give me survival? Ooh, Ooh that one. That one's going to be fun. My favorite. Let's see. I got a... I got a 16. 16. Uh, with that, you know, um, you have like a geographical compass in your head. And you know if you head north, uh, you will be heading towards the tea shop. And north would be to your left. And I head to the left. All right, you head down the alleyway a little bit. You look over to your left and right nervous uh, quickly. Um, you're seeing the, the street, you're seeing traffic, um, you're seeing uh, a couple of cops that were coming up. Um, they do see you, you see them, you look behind you and you see that there's a, a... This is a very short end of the alleyway, you see a ladder uh, attached to that end of the alley. Ooh, a ladder. Mm -hmm. Oh, I will climb that ladder. Alright, you go and climb your ladder, you get up onto the rooftop. This is your first time uh, up on the roofs. Uh, and you see it's kind of flat, like, you know in movies, and the Bronx types of uh, uh, roofs where it has like a small wall, but it's like basically all flat um, rounding. Okay. Roofs. Yeah, that's kind of how it is here. So you do have some solid footing, you're not Assassin's Creeding down. Um, I was just about to ask if I could Assassin's Creed this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been your entire movement action uh, yeah. and standard action. So now we are to Taro and Kevin. Um, should I like do a perception check to see if I know where which way he went? <laughs> You know the only way that he went would have been further into the alleyway because remember you guys are still standing by the bodies. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I'm gonna go down, run down the alley. Okay. And you see that there is a path to your left and to your right. Um, the right leads back into the street, the left leads further into a set of alleyways. Um... Can I do a perception check? Uh, Tara, uh, you can... I got a question for you. Couldn't you use your seismic sense to see where he's going? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I could do that. Game Shark. Oh, my God. Game Shark. <laughs> I completely are... forgot about that. You guys are going to make me start wanting seismic senses to be, like, a chi point. Blacklisted. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm fine with using a cheat point to do that. Well, for now, it's not, so go ahead and do your river dance. I'm doing my river dance. 
Evan, what are your thoughts as you see her just start ripping? <laughs> Try not to bust out laughing. <laughs> Alright, Satara, within 30 feet, there's a lot of people moving around in the street area, so you can't really see with your seismic senses what's going on there. There's just too much commotion. Uh, even behind you, back towards where you guys found the bodies. But down the left side, uh, which would be north, you, you feel uh, two people running through the alley, and you even feel on the rooftop someone is standing at the tip of, um, tip of the building. Got him! Let's go! <laughs> All right, you guys run left, I'm assuming, and the, the cops almost run into you. Uh, Y'all uh, meet up in the middle there, and the cops are like, Oh, what What are you doing? Are you the uh, the White Lotus? Yep, showing them our sasses. Sasses. Yeah, he's over there. And he points up at the um, rooftop, and you see Jaeger has just finished climbing the, the ladder. Well, we'll take care of this. Thank you. We got him. And... Okay, we got him, and we're gonna chase after him. Okay, so you guys start climbing up the ladder. Jaeger, it is your turn. Are you looking down, or are you just gonna keep on going? Thinking I'm gonna keep on trucking. Yeah, there we go. Alright, so you've got a couple of buildings that you can jump to. Uh, you see... Um, well, you already did your survival check. You know north is where you're trying to go. Yes. So go ahead and make me uh, in either athletics or an acrobatics check as you jump over um, to the next building. I got a... Hang on. I got a... Ooh. Oh, yeah. A 16. One six. Six. All right, so yeah, you're able to successfully jump over uh, the alley onto this next roof. Uh, you're seeing there's a chimney to your side that's that um, smoke is coming out, and you frantically look around. You know you'll have to jump. Uh, you'll know you'll have to jump another couple of buildings north before starting to move uh, westwards. But that, I would say jumping across an alley would be a full turn so yeah Taro and Kevin you guys uh, you guys are still at the bottom you saw him finish climbing up a ladder and just take off on the rooftop um, Taro do you have any idea where he would go I mean the only place any of us really know is the tea shop so, why don't we just he uh, head there, and maybe along the way we, we can pick up. Uh, the police need uh, anywhere near us. Uh, the police are um, starting to walk out of the alleyway. So, are they anywhere near us, like hearing distance? Hearing distance, yes. Okay. Um, let's try to figure out because climbing up and chasing him, they uh, that's away so much energy let's try to cut them off i'm gonna yell out get back here you scum roll a perception check 
Jaeger with okay. disadvantage from the no with uh, Jaeger with disadvantage oh, okay. from the distance between the two of y'all because y'all are still on the ground. Oh, I thought we climbed up. A perception check. A disadvantage. Okay. Unless Tara wants to do that as she climbs up. Yeah. Okay, so Taro, you climb up the ladder, you shout that, so Jaeger, go ahead and do that without disadvantage. It's okay. just standard. I got a six. You don't. You do not hear her. Probably the blood loss. <laughs> That's true. You are at like one HP. I healed myself that. again. Or, oh yeah, sorry, I right. healed myself that time, and I got a full eight. I'm back at wow. nine. Wow, nice. I forgot to like. We just kind of like glanced over that because the five of yeah. us showed up. <laughs> Literally five. All right, so Taro, you climb up the ladder. Uh, Kevin, you want to cut him off? Yeah. So I see okay. Taro climb up the ladder. I'm just gonna see I can cut him off. <laughs> okay, so do, you're running out of the alleyway? Running out of the alleyway, trying to hit to the tea shop. Okay. Jaeger, it is your turn. You just heard some noise that sounded like someone was trying to get you to stop running. But you had no idea who it is. It probably could have been a cop just trying to get you. I think I would probably check that. Okay. Just to count to see who's following me. Okay. Um, roll, I guess, another perception. This time it's with your eyes. It's with my eye holes. <laughs> Got 18. You can tell it's Taro. Oh. What's up? As you're shouting across, um, rooftops. Yeah. Whoa. Get back here, you mangy scum! And I'm shaking my fist in the air, like, really dramatically. That's... Uh... Okay. <laughs> I, I don't... See, so you guys are just standing... I don't standing. know what to make of this scene right now. <laughs> Yeah, you're seeing Taro tell, calling you a mangy scum, sh uh, shaking her fist. Like, so, what do you want to do, Taro? Uh, I'm gonna walk up to him and, like, wait, like, I'm joking around, play along. You guys are on, uh, opposite rooftops. <gasps> I'm still gonna wink. Um... But, okay, um... Can I just jump over there? Um, yes. And I would say you might be able to do that with advantage since you're an earthbender. You can probably just earthbend a bridge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you mold earth within the, uh... With, uh... On the rooftop, so you take some of the, like, partial wall that's on the top of your roof and like connect the two buildings together so you guys are able to talk face to face okay cool um play along i'm pretending to arrest you or something uh, do you really have to can't i just keep running i mean i guess and then they will uh, yeah just meet at the tea shop already headed there okay great Cool. 
you just start running again. And I was running. And I was running. Alright, so I guess by now, since there's no rush, uh, Kevin, you're sitting at the tea shop for like 10 minutes waiting for anybody to show up. Eventually, Taro does, and at some point, you're not sure when exactly, Jaeger does, but he's like sitting in the far back corner covering his face. But all three of you are in the shop, Taro and Kevin, you two are talking to each other before you notice Kevin, or uh, Jaeger. Okay. What's going on? That guy that um, that got burned had a branding on his hand. We know somebody who do have a branding on his hand. What's going on? Yeah, some friends caught up with me. Are they good friends or the friends you had to make? It's pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. Well, they recognize your clothing, so we may have to go. I'm going to go. I'm looking um, Jaeger up and down. I'm getting like a visual of his measurement so I can go and get him some new gear. Alright, so you're going to leave the tea shop? Mm-hmm. But before I uh, leave, I'm like, yeah, you look like you're six foot something, right? Yeah. So good. It's like shopping for myself then. I'm gonna get you some, um, some, maybe some firebending clothes, but not like the ones you're wearing. Or unless you want something like a different color. Just don't make it pink. What about lightish red? Tara, what color should I get him? Pink. Lightish red. I will set this t-shirt <laughs> on fire. Please is Jaru don't. inside? <laughs> oh, is Jaru here? Knock knock, Jaru, are you here? Make a perception. Ah. Please hope you didn't hear hear that um the fire thing. Ooh. Um 19 plus 3, 22. Yeah, you see him walking around. He hasn't had the chance to notice you guys uh yet. Just because he's he's always a busy guy. Every time you ever see him, he's like doing his best. Okay, I'm gonna run, get him clothes. Um, you hide somewhere. <laughs> and um, Yaga don't have any scars on his face, do he? Yes, I do. Is it like a noticeable one? Like the police will remember that scar? Oh yeah. I want to get you some makeup. Oh, Christ. Maybe get a pair of glasses, too. Ooh, that Ooh, some shades. Yeah. As I'm walking some transition out... transition lenses. As I'm walking out the shop looking real happy going shopping again. <laughs> That's and... just Jaeger and Tara right now. What were you going to say, Kevin? I'm saying like, and and Kevin is having a big old grin and thinking about how he's gonna hook um, Jaeger up to his to Jaeger's uh, chagrin. <laughs> and as they as as they see Kevin walking out, they can hear him laughing like a madman. In the far far distance, you hear. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just got the chills. 
But, yep, Kevin heads out. Taro and Jaeger, you two are just standing there. Or sitting there, I guess. Um, I'm gonna flag down Jaru. Or try to. Okay. Uh, yeah, you... Hmm. Let's just see. Yeah. Roll a performance with advantage. Okay. 14, 19 minus... One eighteen. Uh, yeah, you do wave him down. He looks over and immediately recognizes you two and comes up and goes, Hello, hello, wow, I can't believe I've seen two nights in a... Wow. What's going on, guys? He looks over at Jaeger and goes, You don't look so good. Yeah, can we hide out here? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I'll have to talk to the, the owner here, but or at least my manager, I guess, um, and see how long you guys can stay. I'm not going to be here the rest of the night, just, um, you know, I'm, I'm getting off a little early. I've, I've got a date tonight, so... <laughs> oh, where are you going? Um, we're not really sure yet. We're just going to see where the night takes us, you know what I mean? Wow, that's so romantic. Well, listen... We don't really want people to know that we're here, so if we can keep this hush-hush, we won't be here long. Hmm. And see he's thinking for a second, and he goes, You know what? I'll, I may have to do a bit of convincing, but I can probably get, get you guys up in the, the upstairs VIP um, e-rooms. Oh. That would... Yeah, that's more than enough. Yeah, wow. I was just gonna ask to hide in the back. Oh yeah, we've we're a very well-made establishment here. A lot of people seem to like our tea for some reason. What? Pretty good tea. I'm gonna and wink at him. He smiles and winks back, and he's like, "Oh, the best." And he he goes, "Okay, so let me let me go talk to my manager and see if we can." get you guys up there. I don't know if I can get you in for free, but if I tell you him y'all are White Lotus, it might work out. Thank you. Of course, anything I can do for y'all. And he heads to the back. He heads back. He comes back, uh, and he goes, well, good news, bad news. So, we have, uh, we have a room that's available. You guys can just head right on up. It's gonna be the second room on the right when you go up the stairs. Bad news is you guys can't stay there for too long. Because it's it's reserved for Ludini's after party guests. How long do we have it for? Uh, and he looks out and you guys look out too and you see that the sun is starting to set. Uh, it, like it's it's afternoon right now. He goes yeah, let's I would say maybe four hours. We'll be out of there by then. Thank you so much, Jaru. Of course, you know, I'm just happy to see you guys. We're happy to see you too. Here's a little tip. I'm gonna give him, um, I guess, five U-Pen. And he's gonna look at it and smile and grab it and he's gonna be like, This makes for gorgeous flowers, I'm sure. I hope it does. <laughs> and you see he just smiles and uh, heads off. Let's head up then. You guys head up, um, you see there's four 
rooms in here. Uh, he said it was the second one on the right, so you guys walk in there. Um, so you guys are now facing east, which would be the direction of where Dini's place is, but you can't see it uh, from the distance. Uh, but you are able to make out a bit of the river from the angle that you guys are at. So you guys have like various buildings and stuff, and in the distant, not too far distant, you do see uh, the, the river. Um, but it's just the two of you guys. There's a table uh, with cups. There's a couple lounge chairs. It seems like a very comfortable room, and there's even some light music playing from the radio. Okay, so we're here. Let's talk. What do you want to know? I mean, what do those people want from you? Listen. Like, I know I know you both were, you were in a thing, and now you're not. I get that. I've been- oh. <laughs> oh no, my groove is all off. Oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you were in the thing that those people were also in. I get that. I- yeah, same, you know, same. Um, but like- why are they trying to kill you? Well, I'll just I'll just tell you about the events. Once everybody gets here, I promise you guys will get a more accurate understanding. I was just walking down the street, minding my own business, when I was pulled into that alleyway. They threatened me, so I killed one, and then. I killed another, and then you guys showed up. But the uh -huh. main thing I need to get across to you right now is if the clan doesn't hear back from them, we're about to have a lot more of them after us. That's lovely. Okay, well... Only the best. Do you have any contacts with them anymore? No, to be quite frank, I thought I killed them all. Well, okay. Um, clearly, that is yeah. not the case. Sure does happen like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, don't know what we can do now. The plan stays on. Okay, you... But we gotta be out of here by tomorrow. That, yeah. That's... That's probably best. And by this point, uh, Yang has come in. Uh, Jaru did send them up just before he was leaving uh, to get off of work. And Yang's just kind of been sitting in the back, uh, drinking tea, uh, just listening to the whole event of what happened tonight. And Kevin finally comes in. Knock, knock. Uh, you guys open and you see it's him. Who's there? Kevin. It's Kevin with it's Kevin with Jaeger's fly ass suit. Is it pink? Jaeger, tell me. Uh, Don't make me work you over putting the suit now. Uh, Do you want me to work you over? Uh, Girl yourself. I'll gur again. 
You're hmm. holding a three a three hundred dollar suit in your hand. Jeez. Jaeger, that is the most expensive thing you've ever held in your hands that was actually paid for. <laughs> <laughs> now put on the damn suit in your shoes, and I got your bum ass hat to go with it. Come on now. Uh before before we do all that, let's get you some makeup. Uh, your scar is noticeable. We're hiding it. This is active makeup. And you know those Broadway actors, without that makeup, they look, ooh. I wouldn't know What's, that. It's Broadway. Broadway? Who is Broadway? I pull out my scimitar. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sit you down in a chair and work on your makeup. Alright. Uh, Taro, you look out and you see that it is um, starting to be late afternoon. You know the party should be starting very soon. You should probably get headed to Ludini's house soon. Is the plan still the same? The plan is still the same. Just get what you need to get. We're on a time crunch now. Okay. And remember... Try not to get too dirty. What I'm talking about, you probably gonna be scarred up, and I, and I see you kind of hurt. And do you want me to heal you a little more? That would be very helpful. I'm busting out the, my healer kit so I can use it all. Okay, how many healers kits do you have? I just have one. I I have one a healer's kit. Where you a healer's kit, you come with ten uses. Okay. Uh, are you using a healer's kit, or are you using water? Because you are a healer, you're a waterbender. I'm gonna use a healing, a healer's kit. I'm gonna save my waterbending in case we get in trouble soon. Oh, a healer's kit only stabilizes a creature that has zero hit points. Oh! Well, That's never mind. I'm, 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 I'm use the cure wounds on them, then. Alright, go ahead and spend your chi. Uh, do still make that medicine check to see if you can get your crit. Gotcha. I'm guessing time too. I got an 18 plus right, plus four would be a t a 22. That still wouldn't count because you didn't get a critical. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because this is you roll that for every um, cure wounds to see if you get your crit heal die. So if it's not a 20, it doesn't doesn't affect. So go ahead and just roll the regular healing. All right. And a and a cure wound is one d eight plus my modifier. I got a five plus my modifier, which is plus two, so seven. All right, so you get healed for seven, Jaeger. Okie dokie. How's he looking now? Better. What? And now in his fly-ass suit, pink with, with 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 a red accent. His face makes him look normal with no scars. Um, with black shoes, with red edgings, looking like flame, and he is wearing a 
and you're wearing a hat to go with it. I don't Yang also did give him uh, some fingerless gloves. And the... Taro, what do you think of him now? He looks fit for a party. Party in the tunnels. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Book One Search, Episode 11, The City You Don't Belong. If you enjoyed hearing this podcast or have questions for us, then follow us on Facebook and Twitter under the name Dicebenders D&D, all one word, and join us in our Discord. Links are in the description. This is a homebrew D&D 5e live-action playcast, using class models partially based on dndwiki.com. This game is set in the world of Avatar, created by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Cognasco, a.k.a. Brike, published by Nickelodeon. All credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. We are nearing the end of the Baylong arc, guys. What do you think is going to happen? Who is responsible for the disappearances? And do you think splitting up the party is the right call? Tune in next time in the next episode of Dicebender Z to find out. Go enters the large cave-like entrance as puffball antler creatures fly in a pack of six in the distance. The green dawn shines eternally through the fog nearby. She walks in, seemingly complete darkness around her, but she walks confidently, as though from memory following the path. She makes her way through to a large, tall room within the cave, with countless holes in the ceiling bringing in different types of light. The holes seem to all be peering into different points in the world, or maybe even time. She notices one is a starry midnight light, and a full moon centered. One looks to be a storm cloud, brewing over an ocean. Another is a bright, sunny day on the beach. She'd examine more, but her concentration is broken by a voice coming from a shadow-covered corner. Ah, go. It's been quite some time. She looks over where the voice came from, and in the darkness, two blood-colored beady eyes open. Another pair opens, then another, until eight eyes all stare blankly at her. Indeed it has, Seeker Spirit. (laughs) Yes, tell me. How does the search go for Jala? Those eyes shake slightly before she calms herself. She replies, The same as predicted, Great Spirit. However, that is not why I'm here. Spirit seems surprised by this answer, but shows little expression beyond its fang-like mouth moving slightly. Then surely you're here, searching for the Avatar? Go shakes her head. No, I believe we will find the Avatar when it is time. Spider-Beast stares blankly at her, with its eyes blinking in random pairs. You truly are a curious specimen, Go. All right. I'll help you find what you're looking for, but my debt is repaid after this. 
Ecto nods. I wouldn't have it any other way. There is a spirit that can link minds with anyone it comes in contact with. I believe having them as a representative of the White Lotus will benefit us and any parties during their missions. You are not wrong, Go. And I assume that's who you're after? All right. Wait here for a moment. It crawls back into the shadow before climbing up the wall. Forty, fifty feet up near the cave ceiling before crawling along a once invisible web It appears to be weaving its way under each small portal scattered throughout the top of this cave. It appears into a sunset window crawls over to a mansion lit by the lights inside, leads itself to a dark crack of the surface before finally coming to a stop. The spirit you look for is near the western portal in your world. Go solemnly nods and mutters, The city. Thank you, great spirit. Is there anywhere in particular to look? You can find him on an island, watching the lights of the portal. Go bows deeply before saying, Thank you, great seeker spirit. She rises and begins to leave, before hearing the voice continue. He will help. Just tell him this is his debt to me, go. He creeps back into the shadows before saying, It's always a pleasure. As she leaves the cave, she sees many small, similar beady eyes following her out the entrance. She pauses outside just before she sends her spirit back and scans her surroundings, the etched ground and the pillars of path rising from a film of darkness below, the webbing of spiders stretching in the corner of the entrance, and a lone tree resting crooked on a floating island to her side. A caw screeches in the deep distance. A single tear runs down her cheek as memories of Jala fled her mind. Gathering herself swiftly, she dries her eyes and fades from the land of spirits. <laughs>